0: You are now listening to Zakaic Podcast. Proclaiming Jesus as savior, healer, sanctifier and coming king. To God be the glory. Encyclopedia Britannica is now available on the internet. It used to be na sa library lang natin nakikita. And so I tried to read some of the articles and I found out that they have an article on lost civilizations. They have a list of civilizations that used to be prosperous, very rich, very powerful, but they disappeared. Number one on the list is the Mayan Empire. It covered an area so large that it included Guatemala, Belize, and Mexico. Ganon kalaki yung Mayan Empire, and they built huge temples and palaces. But those temples are palaces, and palaces are swallowed by the forests. They disappeared one thousand. 100 years ago. So, wala na po yung Mayan Empire. Although, some artifacts, some uh, things that they built before continue to exist until today. The second on the list is the Khmer Empire, modern Cambodia. This empire used to be very powerful, very rich, but it also disappeared 800 years ago, and what remains today are temples like the famous Angkor Wat. For some of you, you have seen the picture or video of this huge, huge uh, temple and palace. But it used to be covered with forest. Uh, Natabunan siya ng malalaking mga kahoy until in the 1800s. It was discovered. Number three on the list is the Indus civilization. It was so huge; it covered India, Pakistan, and Afghanistan. Malaki po yung empire nayon. It was very powerful and very rich, but it also disappeared three thousand years ago. Number four on the list uh, is the Easter Island. Perhaps some of you have seen pictures, Polynesia, where there were huge stone statues. Napakalaki. I don't know how they placed it there with primitive tools. And this empire also disappeared 1,300 years ago. So, wala na po yung mga tao na gumawa ng empire na yon. Number five on the list is the Katal Hoyuk modern Turkey. It was a huge empire also, but it disappeared 9,000 years ago. Number six on the list is the Mississippians. The American mid-continent, it was also very powerful and very rich, but it also disappeared 1,300 years ago. Uh, You cannot find any trace. Kahit yung mga tao na nakatira sa lugar ngayon, they don't know na meron palang nag-exist na empires before. But I believe that this is just a partial list because they did not include the Assyrians. The Assyrians were very powerful. They also conquered many lands. But we do not find the Assyrians today except in the book of Jonah. I think we discussed that. When uh, we were talking about Jonah, when God asked him a question. And uh, the Britannica Encyclopedia also did not include the Philistines. The Philistines were very powerful. I think they covered the entire Mediterranean area during the height of their power. And the uh, the Bible mentions the Philistines during the time of King Saul and King David. Malakas po itong power ng Philistines but 400 years before the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ, they disappeared. Nawala po yung Philistines. Kaya maraming nagtatanong, Pastor, hindi ba yung mga Philistines sa Bible, yung nakalaban ni David, uh, di ba si Colaiot was the champion of the Philistines, hindi ba yun sila yung ancestors na mga Palestinians today? The answer is no. Because the Philistines were seafaring warriors, they just wanted to occupy the coastland. panahon ni King Saul and King David, nandun lang sila sa coastal area like Gaza, Askelon, Ashdod. But they, they disappeared. There's no trace of the Philistines today. No person would say that my ancestors. Were the Philistines. Uh, several years ago, National Geographic and IBM conducted a 15 year survey. They gathered all the DNA of the different peoples and different tribes, and they were able to group. And nobody among those uh, sa sample were descendants of these lost civilizations. The Palestinians are a modern creation. The Palestinians are migrant people because after 70 AD, when the Roman Empire evicted the Jews from Judea, Jerusalem, and Galilee, nung pinaalis ng Roman Empire sa mga Hujo, the area became vacant. And gradually, people from surrounding nations like Egypt, Jordan, Syria, Lebanon, Iraq, Iran, and even Turkey. Many of them migrated to that place. So, hindi po sila original. They came from different countries. And when they settled in that place for many centuries, they called themselves the Palestinians. So, hindi po sila descendants na mga Philistines. So do not confuse the two people. Because the Philistines also disappeared. Nobody can trace them until today. And every time we talk about a civilization that disappeared, it's very difficult if not impossible to bring them back. And this is the concern of the prophet Ezekiel. Ito po yung pag-aralan natin sa gabing ito. Ezekiel. Because Ezekiel saw that the northern kingdom, we have been talking about the 12 tribes of Israel, and the 10 tribes were conquered by the Assyrians. And until today, we do not hear about the 10 tribes. Na natin alam kung saan sila nagpunta. Only the tribe of Judah, Benjamin, and half of Levi remained. And 200 years after the disappearance of the northern kingdom, the Babylonians invaded Judah and took hundreds of thousands of captives to Babylon. And one of those who was taken as captive was Ezekiel. Can you imagine the trauma, the anxiety? In the heart of Ezekiel, knowing that in the past, there were civilizations, powerful people, and yet they disappeared. Their very relatives, the ten tribes, disappeared. And the question in the heart of Ezekiel, Lord, pati ba naman kami mag-disappear? If they disappeared and there's no way to trace them, paano kami? And Ezekiel was in a foreign land. God showed him visions. And one of those visions that God showed Ezekiel is found in Ezekiel chapter 37. Kindly open your Bibles to the book of Ezekiel 37, verses 1 to 14. The hand of the Lord was on me, And he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you. And cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound. And the bones came together bone to bone. I looked and tendons and flesh appeared on them. And skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to it, This is what the sovereign Lord says. Come breath from the four winds and breathe into this slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath entered them. And they came to life and stood up on their feet, a vast army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say, Our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, This is what the sovereign Lord says My people, I am going to open your graves. And bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and bring you up from them. I will put my spirit in you. And you will live. And I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken. And I have done it, declares the Lord. May God bless us upon the reading of his words. I think the passage that we have read does not need further explanation because God himself explained the meaning. And Ezekiel was in a very difficult situation at this time. He was part of the group of people taken into captivity. And they were captives... Because the people of Israel were hard-headed. They were rebellious. They were disobedient to God. And their situation was like a valley filled with dry bones. I cannot imagine what would you feel if you are shown this kind of picture. A valley filled with dry bones. And that was the picture of the people of Israel. They were lifeless, hopeless, because of their disobedience and rebellion. But God had a message to Ezekiel and to the people of Israel. And God asked the question. Now, this is a part of our series when God asks a question. And the question that God asks Ezekiel Son of man, can these bones live? And Ezekiel humbly answered by saying, Lord, kayo po ang nakakaalam. Your question is impossible for us because these are dry bones. Can they live again? I remember when we were constructing this uh, sanctuary, sometime in 2008. And the carpenters were digging uh, holes on the ground for the foundation. And uh, they found a skull, calavera. I don't know where the other bones went, but they found this skull. And so what we did was we made a little box placed the skull in the box, and we buried. Kasi palagay ko, hindi talaga yung nalibing. I think uh, itong lugar na ito kasi noon, in the 1950s, nobody would want to settle here. Sambuanga City was up to Voinabista, hanggang doon lang. Itong lugar na ito, Talahiban, kung sa Cebuano pa, Kabugangan, uh, Kalapukan, and these were people who were salvage were thrown. And an evidence of that was that skull. Because the moment a person dies, what remains are the bones. Whether you are white, black, brown, yellow. Whether you are good-looking when you're alive or not so good-looking. Whether you are rich or not so rich. The moment we die, ang material sa atin ay gold. And that's the picture that Ezekiel saw, a picture of lifelessness, hopelessness, and dry bones. Um, I don't know if God was preparing this for future reference because today there are scientists who believe that they can resurrect extinct species— Yung mga species that were lost in the past, they think they can resurrect them if they have sufficient DNA. Are you familiar with an animal called Ibex? The Ibex is gone. Wala na pong Ibex. But before the Ibex died, some scientists got a sample, F fresh tissue from the ears of that Ibex and then release it to the wild. And they were hoping that they could resurrect or they could bring back the Ibex. Uh, using genetic engineering, they would develop an embryo and then that embryo would be injected into the womb of a surrogate mother and developed there and then come out. Ang problema lang doon, kung isa lang, ang ibex na kanilang ma-produce mawawala din kung halimbawa lalaki lang yung kanilang ma-produce walang babae it will not reproduce so it will become extinct again that's possible if you have a fresh tissue but for a dry bone scientists admit that they cannot extract DNA from a dry bone and so Ezekiel said Lord your, your question, you have, you're the only one who has the power to do that. We don't have the power to resurrect something that died a long time ago, dry bones. There was a very popular mountain climber, and he attempted to climb Mount Everest in the 1950s. But he was lost. For many years, nobody knew where he was. Fifty years later, a group of mountain climbers attempted to climb Mount Everest, and they discovered his body buried in the ice, preserved intact. And so they brought his body, and they tried to present the body to the scientists, but the scientists could not revive his body. Yes, it was preserved. It was frozen for 50 years. But we do not have the capability to put life into a dead person. Because, frankly speaking, scientists do not understand life. Because life cannot be placed inside a test tube and be measured. What scientists and doctors can do is observe a living thing, a living person, signs of life. But life itself is a mystery. And so Ezekiel said, Lord, you alone know the answer to that question. But what is important here is that when God asked Ezekiel a question, God was interested in Ezekiel and with the people of Israel. Every time that we hear someone asking a question, especially if the question is, Kumusta ka na? Ayun, ay interesado siya sa atin. Kaya ngayon, yung mga gadgets, mga cell phones, sometimes is a blessing, sometimes it is a curse. Because it is a blessing for relatives to communicate with each other. They can... Uh, Connect with each other. Distance is no longer an issue. But it, what is the use of a cell phone if you don't have a cell phone and you don't have a question to us? Do you have a drink? Where are you? Okay, the questions that are not, where are you? That's a question. And if you have money that's question. But when God asked the question, He was interested in Ezekiel and in the people of Israel. And he was giving Ezekiel the opportunity to experience what only God can do. That when he was, God told Ezekiel to preach to the bones, and I think it was the most difficult thing for Ezekiel to do. Kung mahirap ang mag-preach sa may buhay, I think it's more difficult to preach to the dead. But when he preached to the bones, he heard a noise, a rattling sound, because the head that was detached, inanap niyo kayo leeg, at inanap niya yung kanyang balikat, inanap niya yung mga bisig and legs. And they were formed. Tendons came upon them, flesh came upon them, and skin covered them. But they were lying on the ground, dead, lifeless. And God said to Ezekiel, Ezekiel, prophesy to the wind, so that the wind will enter into them and they will become alive. And when Ezekiel preached, he saw that these dead men rose up. There are so many of them like a vast army. And this only shows to us, us brothers and sisters, that life is only possible through the Word of God and through the Spirit of God. And we in the Christian and Missionary Alliance, we have been emphasizing that our calling is missions. And every time we go out there and preach the gospel, we cannot rely on our own abilities and strengths and wisdom Because the only way that a people will be translated from being lifeless spiritually to having a spiritual life in the presence of God is when the Word of God enters them and when the Spirit of God enters into their lives. And they will receive the Spirit of God and they will live. And in this vision that Ezekiel saw, that what used to be hopeless what used to be lifeless received life and hope when the Word of God and the Spirit of God entered them. Every time I am asked to dedicate a child, I always emphasize to the parents na ito pong ginagawa ninyo pagdala ng inyong mga anak into the presence of God. You are actually surrendering this child so that whatever that child inherited from Adam, kasi meron talaga tayong na-inherit kay Adam, at yung inheritance na yun ay hindi maganda. And that spirit must be removed from his mind, heart, and body, and must be replaced with the Holy Spirit. Because unless the spirits of darkness will be removed from this child, lalaki yung bata Akala natin okay good-looking. We send the child to the best school. We give the child the best clothing, the best food. And yet, if the spirit of darkness is in him, he is spiritually dead. And what do you expect from a spiritually dead person? The moment God's Word and God's Spirit enters into the heart of the person, Like what Ezekiel saw. These dry bones came back to life. Only God can do that. Only God has the power to bring the dead back to life. Because he can even create something out of nothing. Created man from the dust of the earth. Then he can bring back Israel. Israel that used to suffer Israel that used to be cut off from the presence of God, now experiencing the life and the love of God. We too who are Gentiles, we too were cut off from the citizenship of God's people. We were not part of God's people. We were dead spiritually. But when God's word and God's spirit entered us, then we become members God Of the family of God. I remember the life of Saint Augustine, one of my favorite theologians and philosopher. He wrote many books, but when he was young, he was not interested in the things of God. He was a wayward son. But he had a mother who truly believed in God. And every night, even when Augustine was out there doing all kinds of sins, he embraced one philosophy after another and he indulged himself with all kinds of vices and sins. But his mother was consistently praying for him. His mother could not argue with Augustine because Augustine was a brilliant man He could debate with anyone. And so his mother stopped preaching to him. Instead, the mother started approaching the throne of God. Lord, have mercy on my my son. He would not listen to anyone because he thinks that he is self-sufficient. For 25 years, the mother knelt before the presence of God. Because his son was like dry bones. He could not understand spiritual things. But then after 25 years, after embracing one philosophy, after another, after indulging in all kinds of sins and vices, Augustine came to a realization one night. The word of God penetrated his heart and God's spirit entered into him and he knelt down crying weeping and repenting before the presence of God accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. He was away from home at that time and that night when he accepted the Lord Jesus Christ that same night that his mother died. For 25 years his mother prayed for him, and that prayer was not useless because ultimately, God's Word entered the heart of Augustine. The Spirit of God gripped his soul, and from a rotten, wretched situation, Augustine stood up and became one of the best preachers of the church. He wrote so many books on theology and He was a life that was transformed like a valley of dry bones. When the Word of God and the Spirit of God enters, the person is transformed from death to life because of the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. To God be the glory. You just heard the message from Zumbuanga City Alliance Evangelical Church. We hope that it will help you in your journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. For more updates, you can follow us in our social media platforms in Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Zekayak Ministries. See you there!